Good evening, welcome to the latest episode of the Magicast. I'm your host Scott Munro. Uh, we are recording what 15 minutes after Roma 2 Bodo Glimp 2. Uh, with me tonight, I've got Imran. How are we? I'm good. Yeah, it's going to be one of those episodes, guys. And also, I've got Daniel. How are you, Daniel? Yeah, pretty good despite <laughs> the result, but uh, we'll get into it, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, the long pause got me there. I was waiting for it. Yeah, I'm okay, but the football's not good, is it? It's not good. Um, so, guys, 2-2. Two, two. I'll start with you, Imran. We were talking about this the other day. It's two steps forward, five steps back again, isn't it? It's just frustrating and it's stagnating. And I didn't expect it this to be this early in the season. No, you're right. And uh, it's like we're getting exposed <laughs> every time we take five steps back. We discover new things. And um, you would think that uh, the quality will get us through, but apparently it was not enough. We met a team which was tactically well-prepared, um, and a coach who gets the best out of his players by playing a system which suits modern football, high-pressing, confident. Uh, well, on the other hand, we are currently, I would say after today's game, a poorly coached team. Um, tactics, the type of football we play where we don't get the best out of our players at all. And it was evident against today, you would think Mkhitaryan and Abraham would uh, bag a goal or two against um, weaker opponents, but it's not happening. Instead, we just make them look far better than us. We allow them to play their game. And uh, it's like, once again, we don't have any plan B. We don't know how to neutralize them. We know how they play football. We, <laughs> we should have known that since last game, but still... Um, happens again frustrating and this is all without their best player Patrick Berg he's out injured at the moment and the guy who slotted in to replace him played really well I was really impressed with Bodo Glimp again but this is the thing you know this is this is, this is how you recognize uh, a system which is working and you can compare it with Ajax they lost so many of the players now they're building something great again because mm. they have a system which is so clear it's easy for players to fit in and a system which gets the best out of the players. And we saw similar today. They don't miss their key players because there are other players always ready to go in and deliver uh, at the same level, if not better. Danny, I come to you. Um, what's your thoughts on the, the game that we just watched so far? Is Mourinho's tactics maybe a little bit outdated so far for him I know it's we're only two and a bit months into the season it's just it's, it's we've stagnated so much in the last month it's it's fallen right in front of us but how did you see this game yeah I think uh, obviously what what Imran was saying is, is true I think uh, Bodo Glimt obviously well coached team and you can really see that there's a kind of underlying system or pattern to how they play um for us, it seems a lot that when we do do something well, it usually comes from a kind of individual moment of, mm-hmm. let's say, brilliance. Or you can take Ashrawi's goal and also the chance that he had after that. I think like that mid volley that was just tipped wide. Um, we seem to, yeah, a lot of our moments come from really 
uh, individualistic uh, moments, nothing really, no real patterns or systems at play that I, that I can discern at least. Um, and one thing I noticed just during the game, especially the first half, was just that we didn't play through the midfield at all. It was a lot about Mancini or, or Cristante from deep playing a lot of long balls to the wide areas, which mm-hmm. to some degree worked, but I think there was... Uh, there isn't the ability or there was no intention to play through the midfield. I think things improved, obviously, when Villa came on for, for Daba, who played uh, some of the worst minutes I've seen of a Roma player in, in, in recent times. But, um, yeah, uh, on the whole, quite disappointing. Um, and uh, Bodo Glimt are well coached, but uh, we should really be doing better in these uh, encounters. Yeah, um, me and Imran cheekily said, I think, what was it, four, four, five wins out of this group? Safe, safe to say that's not going to happen now. They need to save face with a good performance on Sunday in, against Venezia. But I just want to talk about today's game for a, a little bit longer. Stefan Al Sharari, we've talked about him in the past, Imran. He was Roma's best player on the pitch. He should be starting on that left hand side of the attack from now on, shouldn't he? Yeah, definitely. Especially, it was even more evident today that Mkhitaryan is, yeah, first of all, he's out of form. Second, secondly, is the second time Mourinho coaches him and he's not able to get the best out of him. Mm-hmm. He did have a good start to the season, so I'm not going to completely write him off, but it's, it's obvious that something is not working and it's, uh, it's not good for the team to have him on the pitch because it's just frustrating. Um, Danny, me and um, Imran talked about this in the last pod. Do you think it's time for Mourinho to ditch the four-two-three-one and be a bit more? I want to say he is pragmatic, but a bit more on the front foot. Do you think maybe a change of shape might help the squad? Um, it could do. Um, uh, possibly. Um, could help uh, in some regard, but I also worry about some of the individual performances as mm-hmm. well, like um, Mkhitaryan and, uh, and Zaniolo as well. I think also Zaniolo uh, tonight missed a really easy chance to just square the ball to Abraham in the box. I think Abraham would have had a tap-in. Um, so a lot of his decision-making is a bit off. might be the result of a really long injury where it takes long to come back up to speed. But I think beyond maybe a formation change is... But this is the trick. I think he should inject a few different players into the starting mm-hmm. lineup. You know, like uh, Carlos Perez, um, El Shirawi, um, and maybe a few others around the pitch. Yeah, exactly. I think mm. I think Villa looked good when he came onto the pitch. Yeah, I agree with that. Controlled the game better than better than Darbo can. And so I think maybe. But this is the problem because you know a lot of these players were maybe let's say put to one side. Maybe he's stepping back from that decision a couple of weeks ago. So. Maybe these kind of players will get more minutes, but um, yeah, I think I, I would probably prefer a change in personnel rather than system necessarily. Okay, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I was really impressed with VR when he came on. He sort of when Lorenzo Pellegrini's not playing, I prefer to have VR in the squad, a VR in the team because he's a passer and he likes to play through the lines. And we didn't see that much in the first half, but in the second half, you saw that a lot more. Um, Imran, we saw a couple of players who were ostracised come into the to, to, into the uh, into the eleven in the second half, and uh, one of them was involved in the equaliser with Borja Mayoral. Um 
on the it, I reckon it hit Roger Ibanez on the nose and went in. Do you still think that Mayoral may have a future at the club? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, no. Today was more a uh, desperate situation, <laughs> you know, desperate situation, call for desperate. So I was, it was more. Um, this is how I interpret it. It was more that type of situation. But uh, what uh, we didn't mention, but I think is also worth mentioning, is that Shomorodov deserves to play more. I think he's very good in the air. He wins almost every challenge and um, he's quick, he has pace. And uh, I think um, against Venice, I would start him on top and give uh, Abraham rest and see how it goes because Venice is a match. You can look at it in two ways. In one, so on one side, you can see that you can say that Venezia is a game where you can get Abraham going more. And the other one is that, okay, Shumordo probably deserves a chance now because I think he, especially the last two games, he has looked quite you know, fresh. Um, didn't lead to something productive, but still it was a bit, he was a bit more dangerous than he currently the players we are currently starting with, so I would, uh, uh, I would give him a start. So, yeah, I would agree with that. Danny, would you agree with that? Just a, a few changes. This will be a good segue into talking about the game on Sunday. Would you make a few changes for Sunday, just a couple, to, just to freshen it up? Yeah, um, I think it's a bit of a pity about Mayra because. Um, yeah, last season he was the top goal scorer mm-hmm. in the Europa League, so yeah. I don't think that over the course of the summer he became a bad player by any by any stretch of the imagination. So I don't really buy the argument of Mourinho that half the team is not is not good enough. But um, it's a pity that probably he doesn't have a future at the club. But I think Gibran's right that we need a, a bit of rotation in the the attack. Probably, I think. Um, Changing things in midfield might not help. I think we have to probably play Cristante and Vertu, but um, up front, I think we should try something a bit different. Um, it's the opportunity to use it now. And also, Abraham will probably go off and play for the national team or be involved. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it would be good to give him a bit of a rest as well before that. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, probably a change in personnel could bring a bit of a, a reaction. Let's see. Yeah, so Roma travelled to Venice on Sunday. It's the lunchtime kickoff. That's the first time this season that Roma will have the lunchtime kickoff. Oh God! Um, a part of me is not looking forward to it. A part of me is is looking forward to it because I have a feeling I'll be watching the same Roma performance this season again, where Roma do well for a half hour, get pinned back, and then for about twenty minutes at the end they'll just try to do something and just rely on a piece of brilliance. Um, Dan, Danny said about it, about it. Imran, you said about it. Definitely changes go ahead. What can you see going? Could you see Roma performing a lot better in the last couple of weeks, or could you just see the same, the same shit that we've seen over the last couple of weeks? Well, uh, first of all, Serie A is a different competition. True. The pace is slower. It suits Mourinho's football a bit better than today's game because. With a glimpse, um, like I said, you know, credit to them. They don't have the quality like the best teams in Italian football, but they play a football which is modern. And um, Italian teams may struggle against that. Last season, we saw Milan even um, big parts of the game uh, struggle against it, although they managed to overcome them through the quality. 
which we unfortunately didn't. So I think the Veneta game will be different. Uh, a game where we uh, will have uh, obviously more quality than them, which I think in the end will be a decisive factor. So I don't think it will be... I'm not expecting a, a revolution in terms of style of play, uh, uh, tactics, um, but it's, it's a team we should overcome simply by having better players in them. Ethan Ampadu should be back for this game. Was he still suspended after that horrific red card that he got the other week, which was never a red card? Just that that's a that's yeah. a general question for both of you. I don't know if he's still suspended. Danny, did you think that was a red card on on the challenge on Ribery? We talked about it the other week. No, no it was a crazy decision, yeah. But I mean bah, the officiating in some of the games has been a bit um below standard as well this season. Um not just in our games but in some of the others, but that one was uh embarrassing decision, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I watch League Two football over here in the UK, and the standard of officiating is not so great either. So watching two leagues where the officiating is piss poor, it's it's frustrating to watch. Um, so Danny, do you think Roma can get back onto foot with the away performance? Because the away performance this season in Serie A has been quite poor. They've only won two out of the, I think it's four or five games that they played this season, and that is at, they won at Salernitana and at Cagliari. But the home form's been really, really good. But the away form's been really, really poor. Do you think they can get backed on to, to get to back-to-back wins uh, after the win in Sardinia last Wednesday? Um, probably I would back us to, to beat Venezia. I mean, um, it's a pretty dire situation if we're thinking that we won't win that one but mm. um, Cagliari was a hard game obviously Mazzari's had an impact uh, already uh, it was a tough game to win but I think the incentive of course is quite huge this weekend because we know that if we if we win the game we will be in fourth come the international break and we do have to bear in mind if we're wanting to be a bit optimistic in, is that since the last international break I think we've we've now played uh, Juventus away and then Milan and Napoli at home. Yeah. So we've gotten a few of the tough games uh, to one side and I think I can't remember the exact fixtures but once we come back from the international break it's a bit kinder domestically. So I guess Mourinho will be hoping to pick up a lot more points and I, I guess we do have to be somewhat content that the fact that if we do win on, on Sunday that we will be in the top four come uh, the break. Um it's just a bit worrying that maybe the general signs don't look too good for the medium uh, term, maybe. Yeah, I'm just looking... Yeah, no, sorry to interrupt. I'm just looking at the, the fixtures. It's Genoa, the first game back after the international break. That's in in Genoa. Uh, then it's Zoria Lahansk, which is the 8 o'clock kickoff on match day 5. Then it's Torino, then it's Bologna, and then it's Inter. And then they round up in Sieska Sofia in Bulgaria which they ended the Europa League last season, the group stage where Sieska Sofia won 3-1. I'll ask this to both of you as a general question after the disappointment in Europe tonight and the, the, the not the greatest of performances. I asked this not so long ago. Um, so where do Roma go from here? Where do they go from here? To me, it's difficult to say because uh, every time I've been you know, wanting a response... In terms of the quality of football that I want this team to produce, it's, it doesn't come. 
uh, or when they show signs of it, it doesn't last. So there's no consistency. We're not able to build on that. That is unfortunate. And I hope that with the next four games that are coming domestically at, at least, that we will, we will, uh, uh, we will produce uh, a better quality in the football we play and ultimately leading to better performances from our players and getting them informed because, like I said, everything seems out of sync now, right now. And to yourself, Danny, where do, where do Roma go from here? Because it's not been great for the last month or so. We stagnated massively. Yeah, um, maybe even I take him to be a bit optimistic almost for the future there because I don't really see, um, I don't know, I don't see Mourinho, I don't really see a philosophy in the style of play really with the team. That's why I don't really expect too much to change in that regard. It seems to me Mourinho is really obsessed with maybe the mental side of football, maybe in, in trying to... Uh, you know, develop inside the players of the team a more of a winning culture. But I think you can't just pretend to be winners. You know, you can't just pretend to to be um, the kind of teams that he's had before in the past. We have to first become that team on the pitch. You know, through the through the way we play football. Mm. And I'm a bit worried because I think the the team as a whole, and perhaps like Imran says, this will only maybe appear more in in Europe. Um, we lack a bit of an intensity and also in the way we press, I think it's very easy to, to get behind us, get through the lines. So uh, I'm, I'm worried for the style of football and, um, and what we've seen so far. Um, it could be that in Syria, Mourinho's style, um, and management is, is more suited. Um, but I'm a bit cautious, I think. Um, I think we'll get enough points against the smaller teams to be, there or thereabouts, but um, we still don't look particularly good when we play in Europe and uh, also when we play maybe the bigger teams as well. No, that's a, that's a fair point. Um, I think it's one point out of 12 against the top four, or the, sorry, the seven sisters so far. So that's the one, the one point was against Napoli. So they lost to Juventus, AC Milan and Lazio in the derby and then got the one point against Napoli. Um, Guys, I think we probably vented a little bit as much as we can after the horror show in the last couple of weeks. Um, Just one him. question from yeah. me. One yeah. question. Go for it. Uh, you know, we have uh, some listeners who are big Mourinho fans. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Big shout out to them. Uh, thanks to them for listening uh, and the feedback they gave, the comments. But, you know, I think... Might be good to address uh, because they they are asking for time. That Mourinho needs time. I don't know what you guys think. Uh, what exactly does Mourinho need time with? <laughs> I'm struggling to see that. Well, I do understand uh, that coaches need time to build a philosophy and style of play, uh, but there needs me personally. There needs to be some signs of that, some indications that yeah. here we are building something. But for me personally, and with all due respect to everyone, uh, I mean, all Mourinho fans, uh, I think that time is based on quality of players. I mean, he needs quality players. And that's the difference between, let's say, Ajax and Budolim that we face today. They have a system which gets the best out of the players, while we need players to produce 
better football. Mm. Uh, I think. I mean, that's the two big differences I see with Mourinho and other coaches. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah. Oh, Danny, um, I'll let you go first. Yeah, sorry. I was I was contemplating what to say, but yeah, sorry, Danny. Yeah, for me, I mean, the, the first issue on, on giving Mourinho enough time it can be a fair comment, but at the same time, he's paid like 10 million euros a season. I think there has to be some upside to, to getting him in immediately. You know, he's not Vincenzo Italiano or Roberto De Zerbi, you know, who a manager, maybe we would give more time to develop something else. Mourinho has to offer a bit of an yeah, immediate impact. And I think, like you were saying there, usually we talk about time as, as something for a, a playing style to adapt. You know, maybe Lazio, we can give them some time under Sari. I don't see really a, a playing style so far coming along. And um, for me so far, like I, like I said a bit earlier, it seems the players are a bit obsessed with mentality and, and having a winning mentality. But, you know, you have to be a winner to have that, first of all. You know, you can't just pretend or act to be a winner. Um, and so I think Mourinho, you have to consider he's like probably the second most experienced manager in, in world football. Maybe only Ancelotti is more currently in the game. And there has to be some kind of immediate ups, upside to that, which I don't think we've seen so far. And I think um, he knew the players he was getting. Um it's not that we signed Kumbula and Mayoral after he arrived. He knew these players could be part of the squad, so he has to work with them and he has to improve them ultimately. Um, so to Mourinho fans, I think um, I'm glad they're optimistic, um, but we will see how it goes uh, in the coming months. Yeah, um, I'll chime in. Um, I, was, I was very excited when it was announced um, in what was it, middle of May? So what was that, six months ago? I think it was just about six months ago when it was announced. I was thinking, okay, his his tactics could be more suited to our style of, of football in Serie A, where I think he's been found out over the last couple of years here in the UK with Spurs and at Man United. It, it, he alienated himself in the dressing room at Manchester United and at Spurs. If you haven't seen the documentary and how he treated some of the players at Spurs, i.e. look at Deli Ali and, and, and et al. Um, watching preseason, I saw a little bit. I thought there was a bit there because he tried to play a 4-2-3-1 with Diawara dropping back as a third centre-back. I was okay. I'm interested in that. But... I think Roma was set up to fail after the six games we had at the beginning of the season where we won six in a row. And after the Hellas Verona game, you were thinking, okay, we'll just go on to the next game and we'll do a couple more wins and then we'll we'll be okay. Then came the Lazio defeat. Then came uh, Juventus. Then the dismantle in Norway. And then what happened the aftermath and just then you see the Mourinho fans on social media attacking Roma fans, which I found was very, very strange. That high, high up Roma fans who do other podcasts. I thought, what's going on? Um, to be honest, a part of me thinks I don't see him staying past the, uh, past the summer, which I think will be a failure because he is paid what, as Danny said, 10 million a season. And Roma wants success straight away. It's a culture where if you've been to Rome, they want success straight away. And that's where managers in the past have failed miserably. I just wonder if the toxicity of the, the atmosphere around the city, about around this football club, because it's starved at success. It's been, what, 
13 and a bit years since the last trophy, which was the Coppa Italia uh, under Luciano Spalletti. Um, I just have yeah. a feeling that it's going to be a lot longer with with Mourinho in charge. I, I don't I don't see us going any further. I can already, I predicted that Rome will finish fifth. I'll be happy with a top five performance after the last two seasons, but I really don't see us going any further. Yeah. Uh, just just to add one small point on that, I mean, I think you were talking about the potential toxicity of the environment in Rome. I, the problem I have as well is that um, a lot of Roma fans expect us to do better or to, to, to be more successful in that, but then they kind of look down on these tournaments that we play tonight where we lose yes. to Bodo Glimt 6-1. I mean, you have to start somewhere if you want to be a bigger club eventually. You have to try win a, a trophy first, and that can help. And that's why this tournament's kind of very winnable and kind of perfect for something like Mourinho coming in in his first season. So I thought initially it would be great. I thought maybe we, we would be in the final at least, but it's obviously a bit tougher than we expected. And I think the fans they should want to do well in this kind of tournament because that's that's the way you, you develop a bit, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Me and Imran said, what was it, after the, the first leg, the professionalism wasn't there. The the, just the comments from the now player was Gianluca Mangini when, when they went for that, I think, did they go for their walk the night before the game and he said some disparaging comments about it. But you'd be thinking, that's your own fault. You got the club into that position with the poor performances last season. Now this is your chance to rectify it in a winnable competition. And I just felt the last couple of weeks were just—it's just been meh. That's how I feel watching Roma at the moment. It's just been meh. Mm. I tried to be optimistic. I was really optimistic up until probably just after the Juventus game, and maybe probably the Napoli game afterwards. But since then, it's just been meh. And yeah. I, I apologise yeah. for bringing it down because <laughs> I am quite optimistic, but no, I, it's just been it's just been painful to watch, and I'm really sorry to end this on a bit of a downer. Um, guys, I think we probably should wrap this up. We did say it'd be a short podcast, but we've yeah. gone for about twenty five minutes. I think we pretty much vented uh, as much as we could. Um, so guys, uh, you can find us lamagicast.com. You can all see the podcast from the from previous episodes. You can find us on all uh, uh, podcast platforms, so Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, um, at out. Um, Danny, thank you for joining us all the way from Belgium. Thanks very much for having me. Yep. No worries. Thanks for us answering our message uh, on the, the other day in our WhatsApp group. Imran, once again, you've been my right hand man in the last couple of weeks. I think we've done six <laughs> or seven podcasts yeah. <laughs> hand in hand. Um, we're, we're hoping to do one after the Venezia game on Sunday, and I think we may have one or two episodes during the international break. <sighs> Guys, once again for joining on me on this Thursday evening to talk about Roma's poor performances once again i try to be optimistic but sometimes you can't be optimistic because it's been poor i try to be brutally honestly sometimes but guys once again thank you for joining me and for Saroma and ciao thank you ciao thanks